Hello everyone, I am Linda Cruz from World Vision Colombia and we're here in Monteria, one of the most important cities on the Caribbean coast of Colombia. What brings us here is that this region has been recognized for having a very important work in the movements of Chastero de Paz Peace Managers, where children, youth and adolescents play a fundamental role. This is why we are here today. Welcome Maria Jose. Hello, thank you very much. Welcome to Monteria. Thank you very much, Maria Jose, with this hot weather. But Maria Jose, introduce yourself. Tell us what you like, what your dreams are. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hello, my name is Maria Jose Negrete Luna. I'm 21 years old. I'm currently a graduate in social sciences, a law student, municipal youth counselor of the city of Monteria, and a youth leader in the territory. For 15 years, I have been a part of National Movement of Children, Adolescents, and Youth Peace Managers, carrying out various activities of mobilization and social and community advocacy in the city of Monteria and nationally. Maho, what do you like to do? What are your aspirations for the future? Well, I like reading very much. I love reading, always learning something new. I think that in our daily life, we are always in a constant process of learning, and that is learning something new every day. To learn about different situations and actions that you may not know and learn every day from different processes. I think it is something that I really like. That's why I'm passionate about doing. At the moment, I have many aspirations. I would like to continue studying or study for a master's degree. My dream is to be president of Colombia. I have said it in a lot of interviews and I love it because I really like to lead processes, encourage, motivate, and also impact the lives of other young people around the world. I want them to know that through leadership processes, a community can be transformed and a more equitable, safer, and above all, fairer territory can be built and consolidated to everybody. Thank you, Maria Jose. I believe that with this path, you are going to achieve it. We have seen you in different spaces. We have seen you leading peace building processes, but what motivated you to do it? Well, it mainly motivates me because since I was six years old, I've always lived and grown up in a very vulnerable community, in a city that is marked by various social factors, mainly various social problems that emerges within these contexts, such as prostitutions, drug addiction, illegal groups that are present in these territories. The fact of saying that I want to transform is important, and my dream is to build a better community that has better possibilities, and that in some way makes possible a healthier and more dignified life for these members of the community. This is what has always motivated me, that is to build a little bit the social role. Somehow those roles that are traced in the society for some people and the fact of changing a little vision of the city, of the country and somehow signifying those processes is what has motivated me a lot to continue building the city and building a better country. Great, Mahal. I love it. But recently you told us behind the scenes that your parents had also been leaders. Tell me about that too, because I feel that motivation can also be instilled and formed at home. That's right, indeed. My mother is a woman displaced by rural violence and obviously her life was marked by a very cruel and difficult period. I lived in a community called Furatena, is a neighborhood that emerged in 1999, also as a process of displacement where my families arrived in that neighborhood, where there are several complex social situations such as violence. The displacement of mothers who in some way were head of families and citizens who had nowhere to live came to this place to settle and invade a place that at the time was not occupied by anyone. 
Somehow it was very difficult for the government to give those lands to families who had no place to live. And my family came to that community. My parents are leaders who have also worked hard for the community. My mom is a volunteer leader for World Vision Colombia. It was many, many years ago at the time because I no longer see it today. However, my mom has always been very immersed in these processes. The leadership that they have instilled in me is somehow traced. This leadership is still being forged and I also dream of building a better community. Mahu, you are talking about a sector where there is a lot of vulnerability. Tell me what are the dangers that children and young people have to face? Just now you addressed some of them, but let's emphasize a little more so that people can know those risks that young people and children are facing. Indeed, the situation in these communities and in the outskirts of the city is very hard, mainly because in these localities and in these areas of the country, this city specifically, different situations of violence emerge, different social factors that also have repercussions on the social and educational life of the people. School dropout is a very serious problem that we face on a daily basis due to the few opportunities that exist in the educational and work environment and also the few opportunities to be able to get ahead, to have another vision of life. In these contexts, illegal groups emerge and are present. Obviously, there are also situations such as drug addictions, gang, which are problems that very latent in the community and are always present. The situation is simply very complex because it is something that continues to happen and that many times people naturalize what happens in society simply because there are no other alternatives and other opportunities to see themselves in these communities that are also so vulnerable in the city. Maho, you talk about displacement. We are talking about armed conflict. You told us that you came to this neighborhood and your family was part of it. Tell us a little bit from a home perspective how it feels to be in that process. Tell us a little bit also so that people can know internally what is going on. What is the vision of a girl in that aspect of armed conflict that emerges in our country? Well, very difficult, mainly because obviously we'll always be present. Every day, in everyday life, observing what happens in different situations of violence, such as these, significantly mark the lives of the boys and girls who are in the community. Since I was six years old, I have been motivated to participate in social processes simply because I said, this cannot continue to happen. I must do something. We must do something to change the reality in which we live. The fact that at some point in my life, I realized that it was a reality and that it was something we had to live with. I thought that we could do something to change the reality. This is what mainly motivated me to be able to change history and steer a different course to what was happening. Mainly because, well, I had many friends who took the path, which is very complex with many obstacles because belonging, living, and growing up in such vulnerable community with few opportunities is very difficult. It is a reality of which nobody talks. I had many classmates, for example, and childhood friends who never finished school, who dropped out and are now part of criminal groups. For example, friends who got lost along the way, who took different directions with their lives and today is a reality that is still latent. However, thank God we have been able to change a little the notion of young people in the city and Jester de Paz Peace Managers movement has precisely bet on giving new meanings to vindicate the right of children, adolescents, and youth in the territory in order to move other alternatives, other visions, and to show that it is possible, that it is possible. Although it is very difficult, 
because the reality is that it is very difficult to get ahead. We can fulfill dreams because we all have dreams in this process. And believe me, so many children in the community have dreams, goals to achieve, and many times they are limited by the few opportunities that exist in the educational social environment in this context. So I think this is what has motivated me the most to continue strengthening processes in the community where I live. Maho, you were telling us about Jesto de Paz, Peace Managers, but tell us what is this? Where did it came from? How many years ago did Jesto de Paz begin? Well, Jesto de Paz is created in 1996 as a national initiative to strengthen leadership and it also arose as an idea, basically because Jesto de Paz movement is social and political process that seeks to vindicate the rights of children, adolescents and youth in the national territory in order to build and bet on the social transformation of the territories. All from a perspective, first of all, of identification of social problems that are present in the territories, understanding that Colombia socially is a country that has been historically marked by violence and that precisely what the movement Gestore de Paz seeks is to promote justice, promote peace, and also to bet on the no violence that is huge social problem we have in Colombia. Violence in the country also provides few opportunities for the children, adolescents, and young people in the country. And what the Gestero de Paz movement seeks is to vindicate the right of children, adolescents, and young people in the territory. Gesto de Paz was born as a response to one of the most important crises in our country, the armed conflict and child recruitment. Just to give you a number, between 1985 and 2018, it is estimated that more than 64,000 girls, boys, young people and adults and lost their lives due to this conflict. This is a conflict that still emerges in our country, in different regions of Colombia. Just to give you additional numbers, according to the Truth Commission, between 1990 and 2017, there were more than 16,283 adults and girls and boys recruited in the country. That is why, in the face of these serious rates of violence, violation and use of adults and girls and boys, World Vision has acted. We have supported more than 25,000 young people in actions led to help in these difficult situations in the communities. And that is why Gesto de Paz was born. Maho, I want you to tell us in Monteria what we have done. In Monteria, we are carrying out various activities of mobilizations, activisms, and social and community awareness that seeks to transform communities and transform society. We currently have a very nice project called Pasalobian. It is a school for strengthening leadership in which we work in educational institutions of the city, and we have mobilized more than 6,000 children adolescents and young people in order to recognize that while it is true that different situations of violence converge and various social problems are still present in these contexts that can be very hostile, we seek to work, strengthen and create youth agendas that just bet on the transformation and eradication of social problems that are present in the community. We also have a project called Servicio Social. It is a project that seeks to guide and strengthen young peoples in the city. Because in Colombia, there is a law that states that all young people must complete a mandatory eight hour of social service before finishing school. And what we seek from the Gestero de Paz movement is that young people can strengthen their leadership skills and can also create roadmaps that are aimed precisely at drawing up actions, 
projects, and strategies that also seek to somehow counteract the social problems that are present in the territories. In one way or another, they also seek to strengthen their capacities and cognitive, emotional, and social skills so that young people can also have other types of significant experiences that also set the course and also manage to transform the community. Maho, tell us about Mano Rosas, Red Hands, Youth Week, Peace Week. Tell us a little bit about how these actions are, what actions we do. That is to say, how does it develop within the communities? Well, within the community, we develop a number of social activities of social and community impact, such as the Red Hands Day, where we obviously commemorate this historical struggle of the country in order to promote that children also continue to remain in other spaces of participation. We say no to forced recruitment of children. The International Youth Day is also a very important day, which sets a significant precedent in the city of Monteria. And the Week for Peace is undoubtedly an activity of mobilization, listening, dialogue, which seeks to strengthen social processes within the city and within the country. I am a municipal youth counselor in the city, and we have carried out several activities that basically seek to promote and encourage and continue strengthening processes of community and social transformation in the city. Maho, I think that all these actions are very important. That is, how the children paint their hands red to say no to recruitment as one of the actions we have. But now tell me, how many Maria Jose's are there in Colombia and in Monteria? How many young people, girls, boys, adolescents within your age group exist? And how are they part of this initiative of Gesto de Paz? Well, at the national level, since 2021, we have been leading a process of participation in a process of advocacy and promotion, also of participation, mainly in the framework of a social protest that occurs in the country in order to make visible the actions carried out by the peace movement, and we mobilized 25,000 young people at the national level. All this in the defense and struggle for the vindications of right of children, adolescents, and youth, the promotion of peace, justice, and comprehensive reparation, and of the people who have also been victims of the complex process of violence in the country. We are also mobilized at the national level, within the integration in addition to the consolidation of public policies at the national level. And it has been a very significant achievement for the youth of the country. Maria Jose is a leader, a youth representative. Maria Jose dreams of transforming. Maria Jose dreams of changing the world through actions. But it is very important that you tell us, Maria Jose, what are the risks that the Gesto de Paz movement faces when they decide to make this change for the country? Well, I think it is important in first instance to recognize that being a leader in Colombia is difficult because leaders in Colombia are silenced and killed. We leaders in Colombia have historically been victims of various complex processes and to be a leader in Colombia, as I said at the beginning, it is very difficult and obviously to carry out leadership actions within the territory is also very difficult because on many occasions either one converges in a process of rejection, also from society itself, or perhaps armed groups who are present in the territory and who reject the existence of change and a real transformation within the territories. 
But I believe that within these same dynamics, it is important that in the first place, we always recognize why are the situations present because many times we dream of changing them, but it is very difficult to do. So we must recognize that they are present and latent in the same social reality. It is important that we dream and we do not stop dreaming, that we do not stop dreaming and to transform and to build a better society. That is precisely what the Gesto de Paz seeks, that despite the fear, because it is real, we can transform things. The fear is real, and it is something that happens to all of us and to all the social leaders of the country. They have always tried to silence us, to overshadow us, and in our daily lives and in the actions that we carry out, we always tend to hear or encounter harmful actions that often make it difficult for us to continue strengthening the processes. But in that same process, we always seek to consolidate, create, and always dream of a better country in spite of the adversities that are always present and latent in the territory. Maria Jose, what you tell us is tremendous. A great job so admirable of the young people who really even in these situations of threats and prosecutions also establish profiles suddenly not to lose job opportunities for being an activist and for wanting a change. But I think what you mention is very important and needs to be done. Definitely someone has to act. We need everybody to really transform a country. Now, I want you to tell me what are these achievements that you have had and that Gesto de Paz has had as something that one can really say, well, despite these circumstances, this is what we have achieved and the path that we are going to have. Well, the Peace Manager movement has been nominated twice for the Nobel Peace Prize, which has been a very significant achievement for the National Movement of Children and Adolescence Peace Managers at the national level. We have been part of the creation of public policies, which is very important in the territory. Here in Monteria, the movement Gestero de Paz has participated in various processes in the creation of public policies, neighborhood and youth plans. The movement Gestero de Paz at the national level occupied and won six seats at the parliament where we represented different parts of the country. These spaces for participation, such as the Municipal Youth Council, is a space that is legitimized by law, and today we represent and act as an interlocutor before the administrative entities, and we also create youth agendas that precisely seek to strengthen social processes of youth within the territory. The Gesto de Paz movement has gained a lot of space, and I think that on a personal level, being part of a movement like Gesto de Paz has opened doors for me as a social leader in the territory to continue building peace and to continue believing that a real social transformation is possible within the city itself and within a country as violent as Colombia. Mahu, you were telling us about the Youth Council. What do you do there? How is it being developed in the country? What is needed? What's the work that continues? In the first place, the Municipal Youth Councils is an autonomous space for participation, agreement, control, and surveillance in the territories by young people, which has two main functions. The first is to exercise oversight social control of public management carried out by the municipal administrations in the territories at the national level. The second is to create youth agendas that precisely aim to transform to continue building and promoting youth participations. 
For example, in Monteria, there are more than 123,000 young people. And obviously, we play an important role because we represent the voices of young people in the territory. And finally, we have a very specific and important function, which is to create this agenda in concert with the municipal, departmental, and national administrations. This space for participation is contemplated by the youth law, and it is an important space for participation because it recognizes the leading role of youth in the territories. But there is no doubt that it has many current needs that are present in the territories, and that it is very difficult to continue providing traceability to the space for participation because the government does not fully guarantee the participation of young people in the territories. Even in Monteria, we have already had out of 19 youth councillors that were elected in 2021. More than five youth councillors that have already deserted precisely because there are several problems that are present in the territory. The government and the administrative entities do not provide sufficient guarantees of participation so that young people can continue to reach agreements, that they can continue to promote participation in the territories and can continue to create and raise their voice on behalf of young people. So I believe that the most important thing is precisely to provide greater traceability and a greater opportunities for young people to talk about it, to tell what is happening and for the government and public and private administrations to listen to what is really happening, because it is a problem that is latent at the moment. And it is also important because it gives us young people a leading role and beyond that, it also provides us with a space for participations that the law itself establishes but does not give us guarantee to remain within the same subsystem of youth participation. I think it is a work in which we still need a lot to do, but I really want to tell you, Maho, that I feel a lot of admiration for what you are doing. I think it is what we should do. There are phrases that say, for example, I want to amplify the voices of those who have no voices. Young people have voices that need to be heard and I think that these actions we are doing in these spaces are fundamental. But now I want to take a little bit of your story and know who Maho is and how Maho knows World Vision so that people know why we are here today. World Vision enters my life since I can remember and I really do not know the exact age at which I started and belonged to processes, but World Vision led in my city and mainly in my community. My mother was a World Vision volunteer and she tells me since I was about six years old that I have been part of these processes and without a doubt World Vision has contributed significantly to my personal, educational and social life in my leadership and transformation process because as I said at the beginning, it is very difficult when there is a marginal neighborhood, a neighborhood that is very vulnerable in the city and World Vision comes in as a rescue. It also reaches these different problems that are present and World Vision emerges as a savior, also to offer us different alternatives of life and also to give us a different vision that can also be transformed and that could also provide us with tools so that we, from the identification and prioritization of problems, could have some tools and say, today there is a problem, but there is also a solution. 
because every conflict must be recognized as a condition inherent to human beings and that all conflicts have a solution without resorting clearly to violence. So World Vision has also played a fundamental and determining role in my leadership process in society. And I think it is important to recognize the work that has magnified and somehow mobilized World Vision. Together with the Gesto de Paz movement, we have managed to consolidate and be present in the territory and at a national level. It is essential, without a doubt, to recognize the leading role that World Vision has played with the Gesto de Paz movement in the country. Maho, you were a sponsor child. Do you remember those times? Tell us a little bit. Yes, I was a sponsored child and I remember it with so much happiness because I was a sponsored child until I was 15 years old. I had the opportunity to be a child beneficiary of the processes in a direct way because World Vision continues to accompany the processes that we carry out in the city. But I remember that World Vision was a very present in the community, the school where I studied as well, and my community mainly. As I said at the beginning, that my mother was a volunteer leader of the Gesto de Paz movement and also led several processes. For example, my mother had a children's school at home, so my house was obviously a very small house and located in a very vulnerable house in the city. But the fact that the children could be in that place, that we could learn something, which my mother also as a leader could say, there are other alternatives we can build, we can consolidate, and we can dream. It was good. That there are also opportunities that are difficult, difficult to find, but despite the obstacles, there is also a solution and we can also provide a different alternative to see life. So I think that World Vision, together with the Gesto de Paz movement, and together with each of the projects the community also carried out, accompanied and led several community awareness processes, mainly impacting my life, and also the children of my community who have received and have been beneficiaries of all this journey that World Vision has had in Colombia. Maho, if you could sum it up in one word, what is World Vision for you? What does it mean to you? In one word, gratitude. I think it is a word that somehow summarizes a bit of the processes that summarizes the actions and projects that have been aimed at strengthening. I think that a word that I also love in this process is resistance, because beyond being resilient and knowing that there are problems and knowing how to face them or being prepared for them, I think that beyond that, the role of resisting within a community that is hostile, within a neighborhood that also has diverse, diverse and complex factors is fundamental. I feel that the role of us as leaders is also one of resistance. It is what has made these processes continue to captivate, to continue promoting, and to continue generating more impact on the social life of the people in the country. I like Mahal when you mentioned that you remember World Vision from your beginnings and today you are 21 years old and that is a way to say, yes, lives are transformed. Yes, change can be made. But now I want you to tell us who is Maho behind all this after Gesto de Paz behind this leadership as well. Maybe you are a leader at home anywhere, but who is Maho? Let us get to know you a little bit more. Well, I define myself as a pelada, a young fighter. That is to say that I have had a hard time facing life, but despite the adversities, I was always there standing online, 
looking for solutions, looking to create other alternatives, and looking to see the world in a different way. I love to share with my family. I love to be with my friends, to dance, to enjoy. I also like the disorder because within this same structure that you can look forward. I do not do anything else. That is, every day I am leading processes, I am encouraging, I am involved in different social processes. But I think that beyond that, I also like to share with my friends. I like joking, I also like to learn and look for different alternatives to learn because as a graduate in social sciences, I firmly believe that it is necessary to identify that everyone learns in different ways, but one also learns and grows playing, learning, creating in a different way and being very creative through these processes of listening of dialogue. So it is me. I am always the same person wherever I go, making a mess, motivating, also impacting other people's lives. But I feel that I also have a particular way of attracting and motivating others to join the change. I think there are gifts that also arise in life. But Maho, to contextualize people, what is disorder here in Monteria? Because for all reasons of our country, it is different. But this disorder, as we would say in Bogoto, suddenly joking, like making jokes, how could you define it? Well, I think that this disorder, this bololo as we call it on the coast, I could define it as a political way to revolutionize, to change and transform. Because precisely through the cultural patterns that are present in all regions of the country are very different and diverse. I believe that here on the coast, we have a particular way of reaching the people, of motivating the people, and obviously we also do politics, we do social constructions of the territories, and we also do educational production. Also, within the same process, it is to reach the people in a different way, which also motivates and through the same, or also through the same in which one expresses oneself and how one speaks, how one also impacts, one can reach people in a more direct way and can also mobilize and transform. Maho, thank you very, very much for welcoming us into your community. Thank you for this vocation of leadership that you have. Thank you for continuing with this national movement that really transforms lives. For us, it was very important to come to meet you so that people can know what you do, the wonderful work you do. We wish you the best success. We know you are going to fulfill your dreams. I'm just going to bring up a topic that you said, and that is that you love to read, and I believe that reading will also broaden your knowledge. I also believe that armed conflicts that affects us so much should not happen because it gives us a different perspective. I believe that in this conflict, you saw an opportunity to make a change and transform, to contribute, and I think that this is what you will continue to do. Thank you. Really thank you for all the girls and boys who today unite their voice so that you can also speak for them. Thank you for making this visible and I think it is essential that you continue to promote these actions by making them visible and creating other spaces for young people, boys and girls. From the communities, we also carry out actions like this because I have always believed that from the difference we build, but beyond the difference of small actions, from that grain of sand that we can contribute to the social transformation of the territories, we can dream and we can build a better territory for all of us. Thank you for being present, for making visible, for believing and for continuing to believe that this is possible. Thank you, Maho. Thanks to you.